Hey there, this is David Fitzgerald, the author of Jesus Mything in Action, and you're listening to The Canadian Atheist. I'm making the assumption that all of you check in every now and then with some kind of news outlet and have a view of what's going on in the rest of the world. Isn't it as plain as could be that those who commit the most callous, the most cruel, the most brutal, the most indiscriminate atrocities of all do so precisely because they believe they have divine permission? Shall I answer my own question? Shall I insult you by adding more? Who can't think of an example of this kind? Let me put the question in another form that I've put in now. Uh, every forum from YouTube to C-SPAN to the wireless to the print to the radio to the television and in, in, innumerable forums to those who say that without God there can be no morality. You are to ask yourself two questions. You are to name a moral action undertaken or a moral and ethical statement made by a believer, I dare say you can do it. You are then to say that you can not imagine a non-believer making this moral statement or undertaking this moral action. Can you think, can you now think, can any of you think, you have, don't have to answer now, you have all night, and, and you have my email. <laughs> and I've done this with everyone from the Archbishop of Canterbury to even lower people. Um, <laughs> you name me the ethical and moral actional statement that a believer can make and an unbeliever cannot, and there's a prize. And I'll tell you that, about that later. Now there's a second question. Think of something wicked that only a believer would be likely to do, or something wicked that only a believer would be likely to say. You've already thought of it. The suicide bombing community is entirely religious. The genital mutilation community is entirely religious. I wouldn't say that the child abuse community is entirely religious. I wouldn't. But it's bidding to be entirely religious. It operates on the old Latin slogan, no child's behind left. Welcome to The Canadian Atheist, a podcast about news, current events, and commentary on all things atheism from a Canadian perspective. Now, if this podcast carries the explicit tag, and wears it like a motherfucking badge of honor? So if you get offended, you might want to switch off. The CA records each week live from Apostasy Studios. Why not join in the discussion? Find us on Facebook, email us at thecaa at rogers.com, or follow us on the old Twitter machine at the underscore CA underscore podcast. If we're amused or tweaked by your stuff, we just might even use it on the show. And now, here are Michael and Dean. All right, here we go. Welcome to CA. Today is Friday, November 22nd, 2019. I am Michael. I am Dean. And this is episode number... 95. 95. I'm going to turn your gain up a little bit because you're a little low. Again? Suck on that mic. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh, that made a difference. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, hey, everybody. How you doing? Um, <sighs> we got a lot of shit to get to. How you doing, bro? We do. It's only been a, what? Week, week and a week? bit. It's been a week a and a week and a bit? Been a week and a half. Better. I mean, I'm glad. So while we were gonna do it, like on when that fell apart on Wednesday, and then yeah, so or yesterday it fell apart really yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, fell apart yesterday. So I'm glad we were able to get it back on track to do it uh, today, so it doesn't go too long. Again, 95. We're only five away. I know. Five away from the centennial. Uh, that's exciting. My kids are counting down the days to Christmas now. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> They're like just a, a few more days until Buddy comes to town, and then which is our elf on the shelf. Oh yeah, and then just a few more days until my son's birthday, and then 
like a, like a few days till his birthday party, and then a few more days till his actual birthday, and then it's just Christmas. Two weeks. Well, after I that. did an Elf on the Shelf last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. <laughs> <laughs> you did what somebody without kids does with an Elf. Well, on the exactly. Shelf. <laughs> I had the well for everybody who's not friends with me on Facebook, and send me a Facebook uh, friend request. Just Michael Stewart. Um, I'm open to everybody, uh, unless you're a hateful fuck, and then you're probably not listening to us anyway. Um, I did like I did like a bit of icing sugar. And him passed out <laughs> beside the icing sugar, like a, <laughs> fucking doing lines of coke. Um, and I took a picture of him with, uh, like I, I, uh, I went and I bought a cheap uh, dildo, and I had uh, I, f- I used one of Shannon's old Amazon packages, and I'm using like what to use my Amazon account to buy a dildo, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So yeah, I I had some fun with it. I don't know. If I'll I'll do it again this year. I don't yeah. know. It was a fair amount of work. Coming up with an idea for every day. Well, yeah, I mean, we have to do it as well, right? And and he's supposed to be like naughty or whatever, and he gets into stuff. So we had what we did last year. One of the things that we did last year was that we toilet papered the bathroom, and what had him mean? like sitting like uh like by the mirror or whatever. But there's toilet paper all over the place. Yeah. And then we did another one where he actually made a to- toilet paper swing on the banister. Oh, okay. So when he came up, they, they I had him. There. I I had a toilet thing too, but I had him kind of hanging halfway in the toilet. With empty bottles of beer all around the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did a thing where he was he was uh, he was hanging from the light in in their playroom, and uh, we should do like a drunk on syrup kind of thing. Oh, you could totally. Oh, do you that. know what I did? I actually drew. I took three pieces of paper and I taped them together, and I drew like a uh, like a like a like a kidney shaped pool or whatever. Okay. And I colored it all in, and I, I had him like lying with his arms behind his head and his legs crossed, like lying on the water part of the picture. Oh, like that's he, good. Like he drew a picture of a pool uh, and was lying okay. on it. And not many pools in the North Pole. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, he's he's, he's living the high life. Yeah. Um. So we got a, a butt fuck ton of stuff to uh, to get to uh, this week. Um, few things. We got a little bit of audio, including. Um, I think it's four minutes and 32 seconds. Wow. Of the best audio <laughs> ever. All right. I'll give you a hint. It's from Trump's spiritual advisor. Oh my God. That woman. Yeah. That um, woman. And it, it's like a YouTube video that has some like music going on in the background. And I could have been not lazy and edited all that, all those bits, but I'm too lazy. <laughs> so you just got to listen to the whole thing. But it's really funny. And if you go on my Facebook page or just Google Paula White video, I'm sure it'll come up because she's fucking everywhere. Um, but then the, a lot of other news. There's a few things that I wanted to talk uh, about, though. And that is this past Wednesday was the Transgender Day of Remembrance. Yes, yes. Um, so that's important to mention. Um, through just hate and bigotry mm-hmm. um, in recent years, more than 300 trans people have been murdered. Yes. Which is an absolute atrocity. Um, just for being who they are. Just for being who they are, yeah. Um, Christian love abounds. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Well, it could be Islamic as well, because, they, yeah, they're super tolerant. Um, but, yeah, it's just unbelievable. So if you... If you're if you marked that occasion, sorry we weren't able to record on Wednesday, but if you marked that occasion, um, uh, it's it's just always important to remember that that you, uh, if you are trans and you're hearing this, that you have allies, please feel free to reach out to either of us, um, and anything you of course you say to us, anything would always remain confidential. 
uh, in any way, shape, or form. And if you wanted to share your story, uh, then that's cool too. We'd be happy to to have you on to uh, to share that. If you're in a position where you yeah, can share that, exactly, you you may yeah. not be in a position where you can share that, which fucking sucks. But um, yeah, self preservation always uh, and safety first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I did want to mention that. Um, hey, Kanye. Oh my God, he's <laughs> yeah, he's out with a vengeance, right? He wants to turn all atheists to believers. That's right. That was one of the things. Yeah, he's he's out to turn atheists into into believers, and uh, and he's he's. Uh, did wasn't he? Yeah, he was at. Uh, that Chicklets, church, right? He was at Chicklets Church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Olstein. Yeah. Um, and that is just... It, so, it never ceases to amaze me the degree of <laughs> forgiveness and moral flexibility mm-hmm. and the ability to have revisionist history, rose-colored glasses, whatever metaphor you want to throw at it. But here's a dude who has already, what, been married, I don't know how many times. Who knows? Um, and fucked who knows how many, you know, and ingested who knows how much cocaine uh, and stuff like that. But now he's, you know, he's forgiven now. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's, free card. he's got buddy Jesus. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, he's, because, you know, he's quote unquote good with God. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, Trump is the perfect example of that. Oh yeah. I mean, there he's the second coming and meanwhile he's known to be cheating on his wife while she's pregnant with their with their son. Oh yeah. And then paying that woman $130,000 just to keep her mouth shut. Yep. Um, you know, saying he can grab women by the pussy, all mm. this stuff. He's 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 xenophobic and transphobic and or uh, homophobic and racist in every way shape or form, but he's fine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Five kids, three wives. Exactly. Yeah, one He's of totally which, fine. one of which, is a fucking like whatever like Eastern European prostitute. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, and she might have just been an exotic dancer. And he's and he's uh you know no immigrants allowed in the country. Meanwhile, your wife is an immigrant. That's right. Meanwhile, his uh, his uh, his mom also uh, was like fleeing some country or something like that. I, yeah, but that's different. Like you know, but that's different. Just so stupid. Yeah. Hey, um, did you, uh, what did you think about the story about the Salvation Army? The Coming militant up? wing of the Salvation <laughs> Army? <laughs> the militant wing. Um, no, the, the fact that they're no longer supporting uh, anti-LGBT. Uh, really? Bullshit. I it's fucking that. bullshit. Uh, well, so, yeah, so basically this week, uh, the well, Salvation Army. Well, I guess they didn't like that press that they got. <laughs> yeah. So, um, a week or so ago, the Salvation Army posted all kinds of stuff to their social media uh, platforms saying that they were uh, no, you know, that they were going to embrace the LGBT community and Chick-fil-A has come out and said the same thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, in recent weeks. And I don't know, I have a hard time believing, well, I don't believe them, either of them. Um, and what I said to, Shannon and I were talking about it. I'm like, okay, yay that you're no longer hateful fucks now let's see you start donating to some of these charities. Well, I heard I don't know about the veracity of these details, but I was talking to somebody about Chick Fil A and how much I hated them, and they came back at me and said that Chick Fil A actually employs a higher percentage of gay workers than uh, gay in the closet workers. <laughs> no, well they wouldn't know that. But I'm just saying, yeah. 
uh, that just sounds like a made-up statistic. I I have no idea how to how to verify it or where they got that information, but it, they said that. It, that would be like saying you know Hobby Lobby you know has secretly provided all kinds of abortion medication for their employees. <laughs> I just don't I don't believe it. I don't buy it. Um, yeah, I, that that while possible, and I I have no ability to dispute the claim. Yeah, it's a lofty claim based on history. Yeah. Seems like a lofty claim based on history. But, I, I mean, I don't even know where they would get that information. No, exactly. But, uh, yeah, so... so but if, I mean, if they're coming out and saying that they're embracing the community now, then that's something. It's something, but it would right? be... But now what'll be interesting, okay, put your, put your money where your red buckets are <laughs> um, and start actually donate... And start actually... Im- not... Okay, it's... <sighs> Is it enough that you're not persecuting the community anymore? It's baby steps. Yeah. I want to see some embracing. It's baby steps. Yeah. And I the mean, hard part is is that the embracing of the community goes in direct conflict to, to the doctrine. Yeah. Well, they've taken they've take they they've stepped back from their hate, from their from their hate speech, right? So there you go. That's something. Yeah, I suppose. It's never perfect, but it's better. That's what the one thing that that I, I was listening to Obama quotes or whatever it was. And he said that when you're, you know, in a position where you can change things, you can never have it perfect, but it right. can be better than what it was. Just, just make it better. Only if it's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> then it can be perfect. Um, speaking of, uh, so we talked chat about this a little bit downstairs, but I want to talk about it now. Oh, I found this lovely gentleman named Pastor David Lynn mm-hmm. on YouTube. Um, he's a racist, sexist, fucking homophobic... Well, he's a Christian. Um, <laughs> uh, on uh, on YouTube. And he is... Did you like that? That was good. I kind of slid that in. Um, uh, on on YouTube, he was he was one of the fuckheads who was protesting during uh, Pride Month down on Church Street in Toronto, like right in the middle of the village. Yeah, for anyone like who's not go home, yeah, okay. for anyone who's not local, um, we have basically it's it's known as quote unquote the village, and it is a it's a not insu- insubstantial area. Like no, it's, it's, a, it, it's it's pretty big. It's a pretty large and area. It's a nice area too. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, I don't think I could afford a house in the village. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, so where where there's there a very very high concentration of LGBT people live. Yes. Um, and he was down there, of course. And he, of course, it's all veiled in oh, we're just you know we're just here to share our thoughts and feelings. Aren't we share to? Aren't we free to share our thoughts and feelings? No. <laughs> You have a church to do that in. Yeah. If you want to spew your hatred, spew it from your fucking pulpit in your fucking church. I am a fan of free speech, but let's not kid ourselves. that th- This guy was not trying to exercise his free speech. No. He was going how, out there to be a bigoted fuckhead. Exactly. And how they're going to help. And you know what the, you know what the cocksucker said? Not that there's anything wrong with sucking cock if that's what you're into. <laughs> but um, you, know what, you know what the fucker said? He said... You know, we, we accept, he, first he said, the first thing he said was, we tolerate you. Wow. And then right after the word tolerate slipped out of his lips, he said, we accept you. <laughs> so it's like, no, 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 no. That was your little, you know, your autocorrect. Yeah. Your internal autocorrect didn't catch it in time. Yeah, exactly. And you spit out what you actually meant. Yeah. 
tolerate you because tolerate your yeah, existence. because we have to yeah because we can't just kill you like the Bible says we should yeah um anyway uh I I commented on one of the videos that he had and I've commented on a few more uh, since then. I'm now following him on Facebook. But you said he was he was local. He's local. He's in Toronto, and so it's funny because he, uh, one of the videos he had, and I was like, "You sound like those morons who protest in Young Dundas Square." And then because I watched the YouTube video, he came up on my recommended videos, and the next recommended video is him preaching in Young Dundas Square. So I'm like, <laughs> "You're one of the morons." Um, so anyway, uh, I'm, I'm now following him on Facebook. Uh, so I'm seeing his updates and things like that. He has a church in Toronto and I've got a little bit of a boner <laughs> to go. Um, but I, I, I would love to engage with this guy yeah. because the things that he says, and it's funny because he'll start to make a point. I've watched now several of his videos and he starts to make a point, but eventually he just goes into, and Jesus is coming back and he, you know, God so loved the world and all other, And eventually he only gets about five minutes into something before he realizes he doesn't have anything really intelligent to say. Mm-hmm. So he slips into a sermon. Yeah. And it's all about Jesus and forgiveness and you're going to burn in hell and all that other stuff. So, but apparently he has a master's degree in theology, which is exceedingly impressive. <laughs> um, I mean, he's got an advanced degree in make-believe. Yeah. So, you know, clickety-click. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just ridiculous. But, uh, so he's fun. So find him. His name is uh, David Lynn or Pastor David Lynn. You can find him on Facebook really easy. Look at it. And it's funny because a lot of people say, don't promote him, man. You're going to give him views on YouTube. No, 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 no. Because YouTube has this glorious thing called a comment section where you can comment on stuff. And unless people turn off comments on the post, mm-hmm. you can always post. Apparently, the, the comments never go away. You can stop comments, but you can't delete comments. Mm. I, I'm not sure whether that's true. Let us know whether or not. Uh, send us an email or something like that. I'm not sure if you can delete comments off YouTube videos. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. I, I, I haven't looked into that far. We didn't uh, mention another Canadian um, and give your thoughts because that's what we do here. Yeah. <laughs> Don Cherry. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> fuck Don yeah. Cherry. Um, somebody else wrote a post that was very, very good. It's not just the you people. It's what he said directly after that. Exactly. You people who, who come, come here. here and who want to enjoy our milk and honey. Yeah. Because, but it's you people yeah. who come here, yeah, directly referencing immigrants, immigrants. like we all are, yeah. And Unless how do you know you somebody's an immigrant by looking at them? Because the their, their skin, skin color is different. Exactly. You, um, uh, you know, it's like there's there's very little. Like I am, I've said before, I'm first generation Canadian. Yeah. My father was born in Canada. My mother was not born here, but I'm still fucking pasty white boy. Yeah. Unless you can trace your lineage back to. Uh, indigenous people. Exactly. You're, you're a fucking immigrant. You're an immigrant. It's just based on when you came here. Yeah. You know, like generations or, you know, it's, and I was telling people like, you know, I've told people before I'm first generation. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, my mom wasn't born here. Yeah. And I've, I've several people that I've said that to have like, oh wow. I'm like, I can think about that. And they said, oh, they're ninth or 10th generation. Get like their family's been here for 150 plus years. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, yeah, that, not me. Yeah. Um, but no, his whole thing, this you people, this the, milk and honey thing, fuck the thing off. Is, like, the, the whole thing is, is that, like, I saw, like, like Meredith put on a post, like, she goes, I have, I'm genuinely asking what you think about this. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I commented on I, that. I know, but, and, and I was, I, I didn't, but I was, I was going to, but I just, like, when she posted it, like, I started seeing the, the comments go up with the people that are behind him, people that are, that are chastising him and stuff like that. And I was like, it's funny to see all these white people argue about this. 
Yeah. And like not a single person of color had had, had mentioned something. And I was saying like it's it's all coming from a point of privilege. Whether you hate them or not, you have never been you people. That's right. Yeah. You have never known what it's like to be you people. No, it's true. You have no right to talk right now. Yeah. And it's and uh, but I think I think what is important is for people. I think it is important for people who benefit from that kind of outstanding privilege mm-hmm. to stand in solidarity. Yes, but um, it's, there's so much people. I'm like I stand behind Ontario, whatever. They, there's, there's memes out there now. And yeah, it's, it's, I, I've I've seen I've seen the one hashtag I stand with Don or yeah, I stand yeah, yeah, with yeah, Cherry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, I don't have any time for you, dude. Like, yeah. fuck off. Like, and he's saying, oh, it's people that are not wearing the poppy. That's not what he meant. No, he did That's not mean not that at all. not what he meant at all. He said that after the fact. Yeah. He was trying to backpedal. Yeah. And what's funny is that, is that, and that was a few days later, because it was first, you, you people who come here. Yeah. And then it was, and then the very next day it was, I meant what I said. Yeah. And then he started backpedaling. Yeah. It wasn't until this unbelievable barrage of, you're a racist fuckhead. They started to say, well, I should have said all Canadians. That's what I meant. No, fuck off. You you said exactly what you meant. Yeah. You're this guy who says what he means and who shoots from the hip. So own your fucking shit. Yeah. Just fu- at least have the courage of your convictions. And now he's gone, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to get your, your take on that. I know you commented, and I just wanted to let all our listeners know yeah. about how you feel about that. I don't know how many of you guys out there are Canadian or heard about this. It was pretty wide news. It was, it was it pretty, was, it, it was it nationwide. Was, it was international. Le- it was oh. international too. They were talking yeah. about it in the States. Yeah. Well, that's because it means the hockey night in Canada, right? All the, the, exactly. the hockey teams, right? Yeah. I'd be so. curious to see if it reached Europe with all the European hockey yeah, teams. Yeah, I don't know. Um, if, I mean, if, if you're a hockey fan, you probably heard of it. Yeah. Because if you're a hockey fan, you know who Don Terry is. But yeah. if you weren't, I, I'm pretty sure you'd be. So hey, all of our uh, European listeners, and I get to look at the statistics, so I know where you are. Um, <laughs> I, I, we would be genuinely curious to hear what a whether you heard of it, and b if you're listening to this, you're probably pretty progressive and would stand out against hateful, racist bigotry. But curious to hear what you have to say. So please uh, send us an email, caraj.com, or tweet at the underscore ca underscore podcast. Um. Hey, underscores. Yeah. <laughs> Been uh, chatting in with uh, Cy on Twitter. All right. That's funny. Um, chatting more with Cameron Bertuzzi from Capturing Christianity. Uh, he's, he's, he's a fun dude, too. He never responds to anything, yeah. but, he, but he's funny. I, I wish I had time to engage with these people and just, you know, do some fuckery like you do. Yeah. Um, I just well, don't have time. No, I, I don't have a real job. That's fine. <laughs> uh, oh, the last thing, uh, just before we get into the uh, two things, before we get into the big news. First, um, the Nebraska legislature has elected a lady named Megan Hunt, who is an openly progressive atheist. Wow. In Nebraska. Wow. Yeah. I thought when you said openly, I thought you were going to go gay. No, they're, they're, they t- they seem to be leaning up on the on on the whether they allow gay people into 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 um, uh, government service. Right, like atheists still have real bad rap. Yes, so. they do. Yeah, I mean, Buttigieg is, is starting to starting to creep up the polls in certain states. Yeah, which I think is really interesting. I still I'm not still 100 sold on him because I don't I don't like his uh, like I mean I think he's progressive. No, he's a centrist. 
but I think he I think he's progressive in certain ways. But like his healthcare is not is not progressive. He he, he doesn't um, he doesn't he's he's not in the right place on a few in a few areas. Yeah. He's in a very good place in in some areas. Yeah. But he doesn't quite he he hasn't gotten the information that he needs for other areas. Yeah. So I think it's great that he's in the race and he's and he's pulling ahead in places that he's like it's it's getting his name out there and it's getting yeah. like openly gay military like served in the military. Yeah. I'm. I am competent to serve to serve this country. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. and that's that's great. He's not going to win, but um, no, no, he's no, he's not, and it's too bad. But it may be the notoriety. Who knows for twenty twenty four? Who the fuck knows? Yeah, what's going to happen with that? But I think it's really important that one, another woman, uh, in the government, good thing, uh, and a progressive yeah. Yeah. Uh, atheist, yeah. 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 another yeah. good thing, right, to bring some reason to the yeah. whole thing, and in corn husker country. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have not drifted into my southern in a long time, and I feel like I might be losing it. <laughs> so perhaps, perhaps I should do a couple of stories in this accent. In the southern. In the southern. I don't know. Um, and and uh, say lastly, y'all a bit, y'all. <laughs> um, just before we get into the other news stories, um, science, Mister Science Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Talking me. Yeah. <laughs> in 1977. Okay. Mm-hmm. A little thing. Two called years after I was born. Yeah. Star Vo- Wars was released. That's right. Voyager Two was launched. Yes. And, and it, it is has now, now reached interstellar space. stellar space. Yes. That's very very cool. That is very very cool. Yeah. I don't know. I they, mean, they, it passed through the heliosphere. Yeah. Which Voyager One did a few years ago. Yeah. And they said that they were launched within like a couple of weeks of one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. Yeah. But so, they, they went different trajectories. Yeah. So um, I think that that's pretty cool. But yeah, it's way cool. Um, the fact that they're now like in the depths of nothingness, but they've the the helio the heliopause is what they call it, where the solar wind um, is less than the particles that are coming from outside space, um, that rather than the wind from coming. There was from a our very star. yeah, there was a very cool article that I looked at and did, mostly didn't understand. Now that the, there is also um, the Oort cloud which is a bunch of asteroids that create a sphere around our solar system, right. which is which are still in the grips of the sun's uh, gravity, right. but they won't reach the Oort cloud for another 50,000 years. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. So they are traveling at wicked speeds, but they're still, like, space is just immeasurably huge. There's a lot of space there. Yeah. A lot, a lot of space, space. there. Uh, okay, so we like I said, we do have some audio uh, to get to. But we'll get oh, to when you what? said 77, it made me think of... Star Wars? No, no there's a new thing happening. That, uh, that, that they're talking about solid-state batteries. That would be super cool. Now, the guy, like, like they, they, this has become a thing here, and they're saying that the guy, um, I think his name is John B. Goodenough. That um, can't be a thing. Yeah, that's his real name. Really? Um, I don't know if it's John, but it's Be Good Enough. Um, he was the same guy who made lithium-ion batteries. Oh, okay. So he's still working on this newer technology. And before that... Nickel cadmium? No, he made RAM for oh, computers. okay. So this guy has fundamentally changed the way we live twice. Right. He is now 97 years old, and he's working with other younger scientists, and they have come up with a plausible... Solid state battery. That's cool. And these solid state batteries are made from renewable sources. Like they're they're easily cheaply made. 
Right. They can be recharged way more than a regular <laughs> battery. They're not dangerous. They won't explode like uh, like like well, uh, the current batteries that we have. Right. And they are anywhere from three to five. They can be. Uh, they last three to five times longer than current batteries. Wow. So, um, and that's just what they've done with the initial test. So once they get to start making them and things like that, that's going to expand rapidly. So they're saying you can have phones and laptops that will go days without a charge. Yeah, but you we know can, the- <laughs> We can put them in cars, and cars will go for a 1,000 kilometers before it needs to be charged. Well, so it's funny. So um, a couple things. One, even though they can make them super cheaply, the first time it goes into a phone that will go three days without being charged, will mean the phone will be $5,000 <laughs> um, because technology and bend over. Um, secondly, only, said, the, only, only the, the iPhone will do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> but secondly, my other love, Porsche, um, is next year they are releasing a hyper-performance car. Mm. So, they, so they, they... Aren't f- they already hyper-performance? Um, <laughs> electric car. Oh, high-performance electric so, car. a number of years ago, they came out with their, uh, the, what they call their intelligent performance, mm-hmm. where they put a GT, the, where they, they had a GT3 RS cup car, which is their racing car, with a hybrid system. That lent uh, to the first uh, 919 hybrid, mm-hmm. Le Mans car, which led to the 918 Spider road car, which led to the Panamera uh, e, uh, e-hybrid and the... Um, Cayenne uh, e-hybrid uh, SUV mm-hmm. has now lent to the t- uh, the Taycan, which is their fully electric um, uh, four-door sedan to mo- to rival the Tesla. Oh, now, but there's still way more. Like the uh, they're called like the the Taycan S mm-hmm. is over two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so they're still working on trying to bring it down. But it's like hi- but it's a hyper performance. Like it did. Um, as a four-door sedan, it did a lap of the Nürburgring in like seven minutes and 35 seconds, mm. which is amazing. Like the current lap record holder is also a Porsche, the GT2 RS, yeah. which is um, six minutes, 48 seconds. So, but for an electric car to do that, it's a big deal. Now, their new hyper, hyper-performance cars are like a, a two-door sports car mm-hmm. that will go 1,000 kilometers on a charge. Yeah. So they're, they've been doing a lot... To um, to revolutionize stuff like that too, so it'll it will be interesting to see how those things um, come into play. Over yeah. The next little well, while. Toyota has um, put out a little bit of like like kind of leaked a, a little bit that they're going to uh, announce something very big as far as batteries are concerned for electric cars in twenty twenty. Yeah. And some people are thinking that they're going to announce solid state batteries. Um, for their cars, and if they can do that, that'll be a game changer as far as electric car sales go. It w- it will be huge, and then I mean, all the other companies are gonna have, they'll they'll have to run and play catch up unless they're already doing that in the background. Unless yeah. they're already doing these things, and Toyota's just kind of letting it go first, yeah. blowing their load first, so to speak. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get into the news because we're thirty one minutes in and haven't touched the fucking news. All yet. right, okay. Um. Hey, so uh, this story comes from uh, WAPO, or the Washington Post. Um, State reps outlined for killing non-believers in holy war has now been officially referred to the FBI. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Um, A Washington state lawmaker who moonlights as a wannabe theocrat has stumbled into FBI scrutiny over how... uh, over a how-to guide he wrote on killing non-believers. Wow. 
and establishing a Christian theocracy. Five-term Washington State Representative Matt Shea has been circulating a manual for holy war in the United in the United States uh, in the United States. Um, says the uh, Seattle Times. They're the ones who report it. The four-page document titled Biblical Basis for War Wow. Yeah. Goes point by point over how Christian theocratic movement could and should uh, importantly, right, exterminate its opposition in a battle to win a hypothetical holy war. Yep. They hate everybody else. Yeah. If you don't believe the way we believe, you do not deserve to be on this planet. Yeah. It, well, it's, it's like Hitchin said. You'd think that their belief would make them happy. Yeah. It doesn't. No. They can't be happy till you believe it too. Yeah. Right? Um, there was an interesting, uh, one of the interesting things that I saw in one of the, the, uh, the Hadith that I read, uh, Islamic Hadith, it said basically um, a paraphrased translation is um, first we would hope you would convert to Islam. If you won't convert to Islam, we'll hope you be a lot be okay with being ruled by Islam. <laughs> and if you won't be ruled by Islam, then we'll have to have a jihad and you'll have to die. Yeah. Yeah. So convert? No. Okay. Well, we're gonna rule you then. No. Okay. We're gonna kill you then. Yeah. Uh. What? <laughs> yeah. Not. Uh. You know. Let live and let live. Yeah. So yeah, so this guy basically um, had the uh, had the FBI gunman knocking on his door. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, because ha- because he's, that's a fucking that's bordering on hate crime. He's proposing war. Yeah. Why? Against people against people who don't believe the way he believes. Yeah. Who is the enemy at that point? Well, How do you look at somebody and say you're the enemy? That's that's the essence of totalitarianism. Yeah. We're going to come after you for what you think. Mm-hmm. I haven't done anything yet. Mm-hmm. You could make the argument that people like us, people who are active, outspoken atheists, people who are trying to actively rid people of their silly beliefs, um, you could make the argument that we are, quote-unquote, more of a threat. But if you're someone like Shannon, mm-hmm. who just doesn't believe, like, if you want, okay, fine, well, just don't put it in my face. Mm-hmm. She just goes about her day and does her thing. Nah, I don't believe that stuff. Yeah. Right, you could make the argument that maybe I gotta die, but you you how could you make the argument that just because she doesn't and won't accept that that she has to because she won't accept it. Well, well, there you go. <laughs> Ask an answer. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. But this whole this whole thing, um, and, they want and to reduce the Earth's population to like a billion people. Well, and it's it's this it's this silly notion that the United States. Was was founded as a Christian nation. Well, they keep saying that it's a Christian nation, Christian nation. Completely not. No. Um, and uh, I'll say this again. Most um, of the founding fathers rejected a personal god. Um, Aaron Ra's book, Foundational Falsehoods of Creationism, uh, talks about this. How the first five presidents of the United States were like, "No, we have to not do this." There was one. One of the points he talks about. I think it's in the the fourth or the fifth foundational falsehood where he talks about how basically some of the, not the founding fathers, but some of the people on the, on the outlying places were trying to bring church in. And they wanted, basically, they wanted to have sessions of parliament open with a prayer. Mm-hmm. And the founding fathers were like, no, we'll put it to a vote. 
and the and it was like defeated by unanimous decision. They're like, no, yeah. keep that shit out of here. Go do that in your fucking church or in your house, yeah. not here. Yeah. But it's this unbelievable revisionist history. Um, and it, it kind of came in around like around McCarthyism and stuff like in the 50s and stuff like that w- when uh, E Pluribus Unum was taken off the money and replaced with in, uh, by In God We Trust. Yeah. Um, and, and that's how it seems this whole thing, and I'm not a historian, but it seems like that's how it all started. You know, this whole, um, uh, the satanic panic yeah. and stuff like that of the 70s and 80s. And this whole, you know, because you're socialist, you know, you must be, uh, you know, you're, you know, you're not God fearing and, and stuff like that. Um, all very, very interesting. And there was a, a meme that I saw. It said the only wall that we need to build <laughs> in, and it was obviously American. And it says, is this, and then it's a picture and it's got the, the white house and the, you know, state building and all that kind of stuff. And then, a, and, and then it's got a, a wall and it says big, high, thick wall. <laughs> and yep. then on the other side is a church, right? Yep. Like separate those two. Yep. Yeah, and I mean we we still need we still have a long way to go as far as that goes. Our constitution recognizes the supremacy of Almighty God. It's a third line in our fucking constitution. Yeah, I mean we we'll, we'll, we came more from uh, England, right? Oh, and the they, C of E, yeah. The they Church still of England, have right? the Church of England is still part of their their government. Yep. Right. Yep. So, so we still have a long way to go in that way. But ironically, we're still much more secular mm-hmm. than the U.S. Arguably, than the U.S. will ever be. Oh well. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I want to be wrong. I mean, there are some states that are trying to push that. Like California, New York, biggest states, most populous states. Oregon, Washington. They are, some of those, yep. And they are very secular Yep, in those states. Yep. Colorado. Especially California. Yeah. Some of these places, more secular, yeah. Um, are you familiar with Unitarian Universalist churches? Oh, my God. No. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know if I want to be. So Unitarian Universalist or UU churches... It's basically like W, W churches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you. Um, Unitarian Universalists are. It's basically like um, I keep thinking of Austin Powers. It's like you're the Diet Coke of evil. You're the margarine <laughs> of evil. Um, it's like it's like it's the margarine of church. Okay. Right. It's not. It's not. They're non-denominational. And you spread it on your bread. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> they're, they're not really gaudy. They're like, you know, spiritualism and kind of whatever floats your boat. And they're more called Unitarian Universalist. It's a horrible name. Yes. They got to figure that out. They are much more, um, they're much more kumbaya, um, kind of like go to get along and stuff like that than than anything else. They're not hardcore. Um, What can I say? They're the furthest from Southern Baptist. Okay. Well, that's good. Again, baby steps, I guess. Um, Well... (laughs) <laughs> a Unitarian Universalist church in Augusta, Georgia uh, was vandalized. Oh. Yep. Okay. And uh, basically, it was one of the churches that had, uh, there was, a, there was a, a somewhat healthy Jewish um, in- inclusion within the, uh, within the uh, congregation. There. Okay. And so... The, the outside of this Unitarian Universalist church had, was spray-painted and vandalized, basically with stars of David and circles and lines drawn through them mm. and get-out Jews mm. and all kinds... Of, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, you're vandalizing a Unitarian Universalist church? Like, you're not even... You're not even doing this to a synagogue. Yeah. 
you're doing this to a UU church. It, it blows my mind, but we're talking about Georgia. Right? Yeah. The very um, strict rules there. That's right. In Augusta. Um, but I, but I, I found the, the whole thing uh, funny. But, but they, they've responded with uh, House Bill uh, 426, which is a bill that would strengthen penalties for people convicted of hate crimes. Okay. But they don't know who did it. No, they don't know who did it. But, but what they're trying to do is they're trying to basically discourage it, right? Yeah. Um, so Bill 426 will go to vote uh, in early 2020. Um, this was... Uh, and again, it's, it, just, it just strikes me as um, the, the low-hanging fruit. Like, to go after, you know, it's like you're not going, it's like Christians vandalizing another church. Because you know it was Christians. Of course. And it just doesn't make any... It all hates the Jews. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me why you would would do something like that. None of it makes sense. Um, So this was really... What uh, they believe doesn't make any sense. What they're doing doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, so this was originally um, reported by News Channel 6 in that bustling metropolis of Augusta, Georgia. Um, and uh, one of the politicians said, uh, it's, uh, said, is quoted as saying, but I certainly think the, the legislation is very much uh, worth looking at. Uh, I would appeal to our local legislature delegations in Atlanta to take the lead uh, on this and speak out to make a difference, to make hate crime unacceptable in Georgia. How about all of America? Yeah. How about, like, okay, yay, that you're trying to reduce hate crime, and maybe it starts locally, Mm -hmm. but how, like, aim higher, (laughs) (laughs) right? I mean, you're the most most powerful country in the history of humanity. Try not to hate so much. Yeah. But I thought that that was interesting. I'm surprised you never heard of UU churches. No, I went to a UU church. Oh, really? I was uh, visiting family, Shannon's family in KW, Kitchener Waterloo. Yeah. About an hour and a half west of Toronto for those who aren't uh, local. And uh, Shannon's sister was like, hey, I want to go to this thing. I want to go to this church and you should come with me. <laughs> and I'm like, uh. <laughs> and then she tells me what it is. I'm like, I, there's not even anyone there I can argue with. Yeah. Because they're all just going to be so fucking crunchy granola vanilla <laughs> believers. They're not even going to, it's not even going to be interesting. So then on the Sunday morning, I get up and get ready. And she's like, oh, I don't feel well. I'm not going to go. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. So I end up going by myself. Yeah. So I go there and I, I'm sitting there. And it's just, it's very kind of weird. Um, it was led by a woman, which is against biblical teachings. But it was led by a woman, mm-hmm. and she was very kind of, um, hey, you know, whatever you happen to believe, I want you to focus on that right now. And I'm like, Are they reading from the Bible or what? No. Well, they don't read from the Bible. Um, so then what the fuck? They had a Let's candle get burning. Together. So they had, their, they had their, uh, the pulpit there yeah. with a big candle on it. Okay. The, the woman, who I guess was leading the service, it, was, it wasn't a sermon, all she was doing was talking about how cool it is to get along with people. <laughs> what the fuck, man? So, she never went behind the pulpit 
So I guess she didn't disobey biblical law in that way. But she wasn't wearing a head covering, which she was supposed to do. Um, but, um, and the average age of the p- people there was 60. Oh, really? Like between 50 and 60. Wow, okay. I thought it was really like, like a younger crowd. No, it was all old people. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just kind of watching everybody. And then she starts calling. She's like, does anybody want to share a story? And these fucking people get up from the crowd and start sharing stories. Two hours later. Whoa. <laughs> I had to fake out. I got to go to the bathroom. And I just fucking left. I have no idea how it ended. Because people just kept fucking telling stories. What kind of stories? And it was all stupid shit. <laughs> I went to a- the store <laughs> yesterday. No, it was all about how, you know, we need to get along. And, you know, this is a place of acceptance. And I'm like... I don't, why are you telling everyone here knows that? Yeah, you are you're preaching to the choir, <laughs> basically. Yeah. At this at this point, but I don't know how it ended because I just left. But um, it just kind of seems to me it's like these are these are not people who are They're radical. People who want to leave the church who don't want to leave the church. Yeah, they they need. I think that people who need that sense of co- uh, connection to the community. I, I think they need a sense of connection to the afterlife. They're old people. They're afraid of dying, but they don't believe the shit they're peddling in the other churches, so they come here. Well, that's possible. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, okay. Anyway, yeah. You know, the, if you haven't been to a UU church, you're not missing anything. <laughs> what yeah. about that story that, was, that came out um, about, um, I don't know if this is part of one of your news stories, but um, where they there was a bill that was going to be passed about you could be factually wrong on a test if it disagrees with your religious beliefs. Oh yeah, that was in the U.S. too. But I didn't. I saw that and it made me so angry that I just had to go buy it. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, but look that up for next week. Okay. You, you, you tell that story. It made me too angry. I commented on the when I saw it, and I was just like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, if like if it's in a science class, and one of the questions is how old is the age of the Earth, and you put down six thousand, that is wrong." Yes. That is demonstrably it's, wrong. It, well, it's demonstrably wrong, but it's also wrong on the test. Regardless of what you believe, it's not what was taught. Yeah. If you're in a religious class, and the question is, how old is the age of Earth? And you put 4.6 billion, you are wrong. Yeah. Because, yes, it's, that's how old the Earth is, but it was not what was taught. Yeah. And you have to put down the answers for what was taught. And that's why there should never be a religious school. Regardless of what you believe, that's not what was taught. And that what they're looking for is what was taught. Yeah. Yeah. So if I believe, if I go into a math class and I firmly believe that the answer to every math question is seven, and I go into math and I put seven down for every single answer, how is that going to be marked? I believe the answer is seven. Nice. So that's but, not the right answer. Yeah, but and, and it's hard because it's harder to argue that with math than almost anything else because math is. I think I read this in an article. Math may be the only STEM we can actually prove. Like it is. There's. Other proofs you can you can prove that one plus uh, two does not equal three, mathematically. You really? can prove this. Really? Yes. I find that shocking. So you cannot you cannot do that. You can't just say I believe that, so that's the right answer. No, that's not how it works. That's not how education works. Dean's getting bad. <laughs> Let's move on to our next story. This won't make you upset at all. Um, so uh, this story is by Reuters. Um, homosexuality. Feminism and atheism, okay, mm-hmm. are now listed in Saudi Arabia 
as extremist views. <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Feminism is an yeah. extremist view. Saudi Arabia, that bastion of, <laughs> of tolerance of, of tolerance and free thought and acceptance and hey, openness. It's a religion of love. Yes. Um, yeah. Extremist views. Wow. Yeah. So it is now... Uh, I okay, guess we're extremists. Exactly. <laughs> so, hang on a second. These are now considered takfir. Oh, is, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I found this really interesting. So, homosexuality and atheism have long, have long been illegal and punishable by death. Wow. Uh, yeah, in we, in yeah, Saudi we, Arabia. We, we knew that. Right. It's been, it's been like that for a while. But now, they're lumping feminism in with that. <laughs> and they're justifying their hatred by calling it extremist. Now... Hello, kettle! This how, is pot calling! How, 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 but a feminist... Like, is that even a thing in Saudi Arabia? Um, not openly. <laughs> Open feminists are otherwise known as corpses. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and, and it's it's funny, like we've heard this before, right? Like, oh, um, and not to go dwell too much into the past, but uh, past, but you know the whole head coverings thing, right? Yeah. Oh, you know the women wear this by choice. In Canada, they wear it by choice. Yeah. In the U.S., they wear it by choice, depending on where they are geographically. If they're in a intensely uh, Islamic area or neighborhood, they may still be shamed into this stuff. Go to Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Go to Iran. Go to Afghanistan and say, hey, lady, you know, you're free. Why don't you take that thing off? Mm-hmm. They'll look, well, first of all, they wouldn't even speak to you because they wouldn't be allowed to because their male, their male escort wouldn't even let them. And if they did, they'd probably get beaten to death just for talking to another man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but what you would get is a look like, are you fucking stupid? Yeah. If I take this thing off, I'll get killed. Yeah. Um, and... It, all, along the same the, the same line, um, uh, Sam Harris has his Making Sense podcast, and there's an episode, uh, episode 175, Leaving the Faith. Oh, um, interesting. Has a woman who did leave Islam, and she was talking about what it's like to wear a hijab or wear the 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 um, the burqa or stuff like that. And she was it's it's very it's very compelling the way she tells it, the way it removes them from society, the way it it it, it it allows their self-hate to increase by isolating them within that hood. They're not a late, she goes just walking down the street. You can't make eye contact with somebody and smile at them. Yeah. You are ice. You are censored and isolated from everything. Well, Sam, Sam Harris was the one who first coined the term cloth bag. Yeah. And I use it all the time. Yeah. Because it's the fucking truth. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh, hang on. It's not a cloth bag. It's a cloth bag with a hole in it. Yeah. But it's still a fucking cloth bag, um, and it's funny because you'll you'll see you like you see whether it's in videos or stuff like that the women walking and the men because it's eighty thousand fucking degrees where they live yeah. are walking along in a fucking cut off t shirt shorts and sandals yeah. and these women are wearing black bags yeah it's melting yeah can you imagine and and then nothing against the woman but can you imagine the 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 sweat and the stench. That well, would be generated. In their own face and yeah. stuff. I mean, like, I mean, you just it would be so uncomfortable. So you'd have uncomfortable. to you'd have to go home and like have like a fucking chemical shower <laughs> to clean yourself. Like I know what it's like sometimes. Like I've when I've had to wear a suit on yeah. a hot day. Yeah. 
you can fucking take the shirt and wring it out. Yeah, it's horrible. It's disgusting. And these people have to watch, and that wasn't in Saudi fucking Arabia. Yeah. Where, well, it's again... 45 degrees in the shade. Exactly. Um, listen, they, so they've come up with a list of possible uh, punishments oh. for any of these assorted crimes. They range from fines, public whipping, <laughs> public beatings. Why is it always public? Because um, to show everybody else what To what scare they get. the fuck out of everybody else. Yeah. Um, chemical castration. Wow. I don't know what that would be for, like for being a. F- like, you can't be castrated as a feminist. Well, well I guess if you're a male feminist, yeah. if you're supporting the rights of women, shocker. Then you can uh, be chemically castrated. Yeah. Uh, life imprisonment um, and torture Did leading to execution. Do they have a high prison population? Um, or do they just go straight to the killing and just get it over with? I don't know. I'm still blown away. I forget which country it was. And I can't remember whether it was Saudi Arabia or Iran. And again, send us an email. But there was a, I was reading an article about how one of these uh, unbelievably uh, open and uh, tolerant countries, how they disposed of homosexuals. And that is they basically, they, they had basically these big spikes driven into the ground and they chained them to these. And they pushed over wall, they pushed cement walls over on them. Wow. All right. What do you say to something like that? I don't know. The, <laughs> I think the answer to your but question is, is, no, there's probably not a lot of people in prison. The thing is that they're all suspected gay people, right? Somebody says, that guy was over there gay. And they go grab him, and they chain him to the spike, and they drop a wall on him. It's like, how do you know? I don't know. Yeah, like, what's the test for that? Because I'm pretty sure these gay people are going, I'm gay. Well, yeah. Right? That, that's probably not happening. Please kill me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's, there's probably not a lot of men walking through Saudi Arabia wearing a shirt saying, I love cock. It's probably not happening. But there are a lot of men walking around holding hands because that's just something they do there. Yeah. It's which totally is, fine. Which is weird. Unless that's what you want to do. Uh, okay, so our next story is from LGBTQ Nation. Okay. Uh, while speaking at a National Religious Liberties Conference, otherwise known as a hate gathering, um, last weekend, Pastor Kevin Swanson, we, we all know Kevin Swanson from Sackcloth and Ashes Man, um, told a crowd that he was not kidding when he said that he would smear feces all over himself instead of marrying another man. <laughs> Oh, let's line that up. Now, okay, a few things. One, um, I why wouldn't you marry another man? There's nothing in there that says anything about sex. Just to live with another guy, I don't see it as such a bad such a problem. Um, so there was a, <laughs> a old Canadian comedian named Mike McDonald. He uh, he, uh, one of his one of the really funny ones. You can probably Google it called uh, the skits called My House My Rules. Very mm. funny. Anyway. Uh, super funny comedian, and he was like, uh, he was, this was before, this was when it, this is when it was still more acceptable to talk about certain things in certain ways. 
but what he but what he said was actually kind of interesting. He said uh, he said you know I'm not gay. He said but I but I can totally understand why you'd want to be gay. It's like even if, to what you said, even if you don't want to have sex, can you imagine living with another guy? It's like what do you want to do? Do you want to do you want to get the house redecorated or buy a 75 inch TV? Oh, 75 inch TV, beautiful. And they high five each other. You know, it's like what do you want to do? What do you want to do tonight? Watch the hockey game and have sex. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> This kind of thing because they're you know they're like those types of things where so what you're saying it's like yeah. maybe you just want to get along that way or who knows and maybe you don't even have to have the the sex involved stuff like that but this is but the interesting narrative here is this is assuming that it, like if you're not gay if you're not gay you're not gonna get gay married yeah exactly you're like nobody's saying you, you have, have to, now, to now you now have to marry this man yeah. no I'll spread feces on my face first. No, everybody will just hand him a bu- hand him a bucket of shit. Yeah, because nobody's gonna say, "Hey, you have to do this." It, this is this whole nervous. Like, if you want it's, to, but he's saying, like, now I have, I have a, I, I have two choices. That's right. I can either marry this guy or get in this bucket of feces. Those are the only two choices. That's right. That's all. That's that's the only thing he's he's got. Yeah. He's got to those two choices. It's like no, just walk the other direction. Yeah, but I actually wouldn't mind seeing him smear. Oh, I would love it. Face. I think it'd be, I would I love it. Would be pretty awesome. But I mean, it's not the only option. Allowing others to do, uh, allowing others the, the 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 ability to marry somebody they love, has nothing to do with your ability to not want to do that <laughs> or yep. to marry somebody that you love. Just because it's the same sex has nothing to do with anything. Nope. Um, he, there's a quote. Um, there are families. We're talking Christian families, pastors' families, elders' families, from good, godly churches, he preached. Their sons are rebelling, hanging out with homosexuals and getting married. <laughs> if the son is gay, yeah, he's probably doing that. Yeah, and if he's straight, he's just hanging out with people he likes. Yeah. <laughs> He's not... He's probably not going to marry one. No, he's probably not going to go... I'm going to go hang out with my friends, and I, yeah, I might suck a dick while I'm at it. Yeah. I'm not gay, but I might suck a dick, because <laughs> my friends are gay, right? <laughs> we're having a dick-sucking party, and yeah, you know, we're all going to see how many donuts we can fit on their cocks. It, no, that doesn't happen. He might try it out just to see what the, what, what, what's, what's going on, but if he doesn't like it, he doesn't like it. If he yeah. does, he does. Um, did I ever share the story, uh, my... My my sexual questioning story, my no. sexuality questioning story. Okay, no. okay, guys, buckle up. Um, so I was, I don't know, fourteen years old, taking the bus to whatever grade ten or grade whatever. I fucking remember. Yeah, Go, going to high school. Yeah, and I'm on the bus, and this bus pulls over, stops, and this man gets on, and this was this man was wearing a a, a nicely cut suit. You know, it hung on him very well. He was carrying a briefcase. This guy obviously looked like he was going to a downtown job where he made a fuck ton of money. And he's taking the bus because... Hey, why know, would he get on the bus if he's making a fuck ton of money? <clears throat> Who knows? He was a responsible commuter. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and I'm like, no, that, that guy's pretty good. And then I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. In my <laughs> head, I'm like, what the fuck? I just checked the dude out. <laughs> and this was, again, this was before, you know, a lot of uh, you know, the the openness and acceptance and everything yeah, else yeah, like yeah. that. And I didn't even really know, I didn't know how I felt at that point. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I just checked a dude out. And I'm like, am I, am I gay? Mm-hmm. I'm asking myself this question seriously sitting on a bus. And I'm like, okay, I need to find a way to deal with this. 
if I'm gay, I guess I'm gay. Yeah. So I, I, I developed an experiment for myself. <laughs> okay. I said, okay, the next dude that gets on, because this guy went and sat behind me. So unless I was going to turn around and stare at him, it wasn't going to work for my experiment. The next dude that gets on the bus, I'm going to imagine having sex with this person, yeah. this man. So a few minutes goes by. Luckily, I had a somewhat lengthy bus ride to school. Yeah. A few minutes goes by, guy gets on the bus. So I'm, I try to imagine yeah. having sex with him. And I'm waiting to see if I get turned on. Yeah. Right? I'm 14 years old, so a stiff breeze is all it takes. <laughs> right? And I'm like, okay, I'm not, and I'm, nothing's happening. I'm like, okay. Okay. Now, the next woman that gets on, you know, if I find her kind of attractive, mm-hmm. I'm going to see if, you know, what happens if I imagine having sex with her. The, the next stop, this woman gets on, nice looking woman. I imagine instant rock hard boner. <laughs> right? So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm straight. Yeah. But it, it was like, I've had the same type of, I've never devised an experiment such as that. Well, I'm, more, I'm, I'm sophisticated. I've, <laughs> I've always wondered that if, I was in a situation and there was another attractive gay male there. Would I be able to su- get sufficiently in the mood where something could happen? Like, like if it was just a crazy party and you're drinking yourself, right. like would, would that possibility even open itself up? To, like, would I even open myself up to that possibility? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I just, there's nothing about that. Nothing about men that I find sexually attractive. Me too. Yeah, right. I'm, it just, just doesn't do it for me. It, yeah, it just doesn't do it for me. Um, and there are plenty of men out there that are like totally into like threesomes with another guy and a girl and a and a girl, right? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I know them. They're 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 totally straight, but they don't mind if another guy's there, right? As long as there's another woman there, right? Um, and so like I don't like I just I just there's a couple of times where I've been to there was one party you know you know uh, my friend Will. Yeah. Anyway, we were we were at a party at his place, and there was a there was a couple of gay guys that showed up um, as a couple. One of them went left early or whatever, went to bed, and the other one was up there. And it was I don't even remember what we were doing. We were at some point, and he was like kind of getting close to me or whatever. But I wasn't backing away. Like I didn't, I'm just trying to figure out would there ever be such a situation where that could happen. Mm, I don't know. I like no, for, no, no. for myself, I, for myself, I can't picture that scenario. Well, you know, like if this, this and this, then, then I would do that. Yeah. I, I, it I, doesn't, it, it doesn't compute to exactly. me. Exactly. It doesn't like, I can't think of where that would happen. Right. But to Kevin Swanson, as soon as his son goes and that he's instantly going to, he's instantly going to be, you know, <laughs> you know, a cum guzzling teenager just because, right. It's it's so he fucking has, stupid. Yeah, it, but I don't know why they think they think it's like contagious or something. I like yeah. it. But we are talking about you a man. Yeah, we are talking about a man who is now banned from like twenty two countries. Yeah, because of his hateful rhetoric that he spews. Yeah, and that's you know another, we need like another hundred and thirty. Yeah, to ban him. Oh yeah. So but you you can go live on a raft in the ocean. I was just thinking, nobody wants you anymore. I was just thinking of like the conversation we were just having. Yeah. And I see it exactly the same way as if you're gay. You just can't see a situation where you'd be with a woman and you know you you find yourself in a way that attracted to her in such a way that something would happen. Yeah. Right. It's just it's exactly the same thing. It's just the way you are. It just is. Yep. 
You're not yeah. making a choice at some point saying, I'm so, hang on, not going to have... You're not making a choice, is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, yeah. It's not a choice. It's like, they, you know, they're choosing to be... They're not choosing. Yep. They are. Yep. Why is this so difficult to understand? Who knows? Um, yeah, so Kevin Swanson, you're a fuckhead. Um, okay, on to our next story. Are you familiar with the physicist Sean Carroll? Yes, I know the name. Okay. So Sean Carroll um, is making the bold claim that there is no life after death. <laughs> we know this. Yep. Um, it's not demonstrable. Sean injury, Carroll. Sean Carroll insists that an afterlife is impossible. Mm-hmm. A lot of physicists have been saying this. And I found that very interesting because that's a that's a that's a big claim to say it is impossible. Mm-hmm. But he backs it up with some science. Did you hear that, Christians? He backs it up with some science. Um, so right there, he's off the ro- he's right. off the rails already. So he says, "quote unquote, there's no life after death," according to one uh, well-respected physicist who claims humanity um, has to abandon all fanciful beliefs and focus on what the laws of the universe dictate. That sounds perfectly reasonable. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sean Carroll, a cosmologist and physics professor at California Institute of Technology, uh, believes he has put. Uh, he's put the debate surrounding the afterlife to bed after extensively studying the laws of physics. Dr. Carroll states, the laws of physics underlying everyday life are completely understood and anything, uh, anything happens uh, within the realm of possibilities. We know these things. He says, for there to be an afterlife, consciousness would need to be something that is entirely separated from our physical body, which we know is not true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, the laws of the universe do not allow these particles, uh, in parentheses, our brain, to operate after our physical demise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and it's interesting. I saw an interesting Facebook meme, not nearly as sophisticated as that one, but basically said... Um, it doesn't, like, I think I posted to Facebook where it's, like, people are holding the three books. Like, one's, somebody's holding the Bhagavad Gita, the Bible, and the Quran. And it's, like, it doesn't matter which fairy tale you worship. They're all fucking fairy tales. <laughs> Grow up. Yeah. Um, and it, basically, that's what he's saying. Yeah. In the nicest possible way. Yeah. Grow the fuck up. Well, there was another physicist. I can't remember who it was that was saying about, like, like how ghosts and things are impossible. Because if there are, like, ghosts that are physically affecting the world, we have very sophisticated ways of, t- of detecting energy. Yep. And these ghosts would put out some sort of energy. Yep. And we have very sophisticated ways of detecting energy from a enormous range. Yep. From ver- the very low to the very high. Um, and if they're physically affecting our world, we would be able to detect that. Yep. And we have never detected it. Yep. So it's not happening. There was I an mean, interesting... The, 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 the amount, the, the, the kind of energy they can, they can detect to... Uh, 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 black holes colliding, hundreds of light years away. Yeah, by measuring the amount that space curves, the the the, the, the yeah. Earth vibrates after that happens. It's ridiculous. There was an interesting. Um, there was an interesting. Uh, oh fuck! I just lost it. Oh, uh, I forget who said this. I th- it might have been Lawrence Krauss who said. If there's a God who interacts with the world, 
whenever he pulled his hand out, it would be dripping with physics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like that. There's, there's that. There isn't a way for these things to happen without leaving a trace of how it happened behind. Yeah. Right. Um, oddly enough, the guy we're talking about before, Pastor David Lin, he was in he was in Young Dundas Square, and he had this really in like um, vigorous conversation with someone and after that person left he said he said i think that person is possessed by a demon because <laughs> they disagree with you well because he wasn't no they were very you know i'm sure he would say, disagreed with him? <laughs> if i went there i'm sure he would think i was the fucking devil himself <laughs> i would be fucking sane um but yeah no it's it just it doesn't make any sense and it's uh oh then somebody else posted something uh, today, what you should do, you should go down there, yeah, and just say that he is possessed by a demon. Exactly. Now prove <laughs> you're not. <laughs> exactly. Um, there was an interesting thing on on Twitter today. Was someone someone was talking about? Uh, it was Answers in Genesis posted something, and it was talking about the supernatural. And some guy said, "Oh, you know, it, you know, it's I don't." It, it was unbelievably condescending. Mm-hmm. Reply to me saying, "I don't expect you to be able to understand the supernatural world." And all I responded was is there some way for you to test the supernatural so we can confirm your assertion? Um, and I got like a bunch of likes and comments and people responding with LOLs and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just like, okay, fine. I'm wrong. Yeah. But there must be some way to test this thing. So just, just show us that. Yeah. Just show it. And of course that was this morning. And of course never heard back from them. I was just thinking that I saw, I saw uh, another meme on Facebook and it said it was like a peanuts uh, cartoon and it was like why did all fairy tales begin once upon a time and then there was an answer to it and then I was going to reply saying some of them start in the beginning exactly <laughs> but I realized it was posted by a very religious aunt of mine so I just that's I just why you it. have to do it that's why you have to do it oh get your family to adopt me and then I'll do it and they can promptly unadopt me uh, okay, we got two stories left, and then we got to get to the audio. Um, uh, okay, so Rabbi Gavriel Krause okay. has said that uh, Jews should consider death over allowing LGBT lessons in school. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's harsh. This escalated quickly. <laughs> exactly. Um, a, a prominent Orthodox rabbi in Manchester, England, says faithful Jews should give up their lives rather than comply with the government's directive to teach about same-sex relationships in schools. Okay. Why is it so horrible? Um, Why is it so horrible? I was going to say because Jesus, but he's a rabbi, so he doesn't <laughs> think Jesus is a real thing. Um, because Yahweh. It, Gabrielle Krause. What, what is it, like, even if, like, what is it going to do? It's gonna How make, is death a better situation than learning about gay people? Because gay because homosexuality leads to eternal damnation. <laughs> I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate. That's being a homosexual, not learning about it. If you learn about it, you're gonna want it. Oh right. That's how it works. Yeah. They may once they know about it, they'll make the choice to be gay. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder how I wonder how Rabbi Krause feels about all of the moils in, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. who bite the tips of babies' penises off and then give them herpes. That's fine. Yeah. They not, they're not choosing the death that they usually get. 
No. Most of those babies die of herpes. Yeah. Um, if you're a baby, you can't fight it off. So the former head of Manchester Beth Din, an organization that enforces Jewish law, uh, he made this statement in response to the legislation passed by the UK's parliament um, that will require LGBTQ inclusion in religious and sex education courses throughout the nation beginning next September. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you so... But, I mean, well, you you said it. I mean, it's like, what are you so afraid of? Yeah. It's like, they think, they think the only thing better than education is more education. <laughs> and learning about something like this is not... It's... I mean, you could teach it like from a social, from a social studies perspective, from a, you know, from like a, a world history, like learning about how the rest of the world interacts outside of your very, very small worldview. Yeah. It's uh, disturbing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> moving on to our next story. Um, mega church pastor. Okay. Mega church. Um, Jeff, Pastor Jeff Crawford. Dean, he's got a very important message. Um, women have no rights over their own body. Of course they don't. Nope. It belongs to God. What about his? Uh, we, yep. <laughs> now, the Bible says in many places... If your body belongs to God, then if their body belongs to God, then yours does too. And you have no right over yours. Well, no, because because the Bible says <laughs> very clearly that um, that woman was made to be an basically an assistant mm. to man, right? Mm-hmm. Now, depending on which creation story, because because in Genesis one, he creates man and woman at the same time. Let us make man and woman in our in our image. In our image, let us create them yeah and then in genesis 2 makes adam first wandering around the garden doing all kinds of shit sees that adam is lonely having to jerk off and leaves and <laughs> puts him to sleep takes a rib and makes eve yeah and then adam says you're bone of my bone flesh of my flesh i shall call you woman yeah right so depending so again i'll say this again i don't know how you read the first two fucking chapters of the bible without saying what the fuck <laughs> this is not even the same fucking story. But I don't understand. God uh, creates an Adam out of nothing. Right. But he needs a rib to make Eve? Well, um, ours is not to wonder why. <laughs> uh, we are not to question. Um, but, but yeah. And what's, what, you, know what's, you know what's funny? But you raise an interesting point. Right? Evolution is ridiculous. But God can make <laughs> man out of dirt. Yep. Out of something inanimate. Yeah. Well, they keep saying we came from rocks, right? Yeah. So evolutionists say we came from rocks. You're mm-hmm. saying that we came from dirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's difference? different. That's different. It's it, different. It just bothers me how they always say evolution uh, doesn't tell us how the Big Bang happened or uh, how we all, how um, how life started. You're right. But that's not what it's about. <laughs> doesn't mean anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to say on those two topics. That's right. Evolution preaches that everything came from nothing. Nope. <laughs> nope. It doesn't say that at all. Evolution is after life starts. Yes. Abiogenesis is a completely different event. Completely and we don't know story. how that happened yet. Nope. We, we don't know. We're getting closer all the time. 
what we don't know. But just because we don't know doesn't mean Jesus. Yeah. Got so, so go fuck your hat. Got the gaps. Uh, okay. Women do not own their own bodies. Um, they have to do what we tell them. Exactly. So during a Sunday sermon uh, at Cross Church, which is weird. Um, I don't even want that. About the dangers of pornography. Oh, come on. Okay. Pastor Jeff (laughs) Crawford discussed what he calls theological dualism while arguing that women have no rights over their own body. Crawford told his congregation, we have brought, hang on, sorry, we have bought into what I want to uh, call this morning theological dualism. This is the idea that you can separate what goes on in our bodies with what goes on in our soul and spirit. Well, the last two things don't exist. Yeah. Um, our soul and our spirit, our spirit are uniquely linked to our bodies. They cannot be separated. Crawford exclaimed. What about when you die? Um, <laughs> I don't know. It instantly separate. Yeah. This, this idea you hear about... Uh, in abortion, in the abortion debate, is that a woman's right to choose uh, and she has the right over her own body. No, that's not true. Crawford continues. Your body is a temple to the Holy Spirit. It does not belong to you and it never has. It all belongs to God. Wow. Um, but it, 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 it does raise the question, but what about men? Yeah. But this whole pornography, prostitution, it's all women's fault, right? We are well, just the victims. Pornography and prostitution is what are women's fault? Yeah, we're just the victims. No, it's... Uh, ask fucking Crawford. I bet you that's what he'd say. Patriarchal society that we live in. It's women's fault. <laughs> Eve ate the apple and gave it to Adam. And then he ate. Eve From is the... the f- she's responsible. Knowledge. Women fucked it all up. <laughs> Just read the Bible. The Bible tells you women fucked it all up. uh, Put that rib back and start over then. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Break that rib. Maybe it should have been Adam and Steve. (laughs) (laughs) They just would have wanted 75-inch TVs and watch hockey games. (laughs) Never a problem. Uh, Okay. But... uh, no, it, it does make it interesting. What about men? But it but that's not what it's about. It, you, you said it. The, the patriarchal um, uh, issues with, with with religion, and it's all about and what and what I said. It you know I say tongue in cheek, but you can talk to lots of Christians who will say the you know the Bible says. Yeah. And you, if you look at um, if you look at Paul's uh, letters, like uh, the the epistles, when he talks about. Um, the fact that, you know, I, I do not allow a woman to, to take authority over a man. I do not allow a woman to uh, to teach over a man. If a woman has a question, she should basically shut the fuck up and ask her husband at home alone. Yeah. Um, I don't allow a woman to speak in the church. The balls of these guys are writing this down. Yeah. Like, the, 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 the even... You know who's writing it down? Up. You know who's writing it down? A bunch of fucking virgins. But, I mean, even to think that up, to write, to, like, to, 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 to write that down. Like, uh, <laughs> they didn't. They they clearly they, they clearly are not as conflicted they, they as you are. Have, they must have been like, like they couldn't have been married because they wouldn't have wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> Their wives would have fucking clubbed. You can't write that shit. Boof. Certainly weren't married to our wives. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so now we have some audio. There's only um, yeah, whatever. 
Uh, there's only three little bits. We gotta get this show on the road. It's well, we're at hour nineteen. We'll blaze, but we'll you know what we'll do? We'll save. We'll save. Uh, we could save the audio till next week. Do you want to save the audio till next week? Sure. Okay. We're gonna leave you hanging, people. <laughs> uh, so next week we'll have Paula White. Only if they're gay, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dave uh, Dave Dobbenmeyer, and and uh, a first time here, uh, Mr. Adam Fanny. <laughs> okay. Of steadfast, uh, of steadfast Bible Church, he's a fucking peach. Um, okay, so we'll do those, yeah, because you you kind of have to get out of here, and, and that'll be okay. We'll we'll save these stories. We we're already at an hour and twenty, and so I with commentary, there's no way we'll get through these things in ten minutes. Yeah, that's just it. And it's already uh, almost core date, and you've got kids, and they ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's proof positive. As your kids ruin everything. I think Mary's trying to get out of putting both of them in bed. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it could be. Alrighty. Um, so, yeah, so listen, uh, we haven't done this in a while, but thanks everybody for, for tuning in and uh, listening to us. Um, uh, again, I I haven't run metrics in actually quite a long time, but I'm sure that they're kind of at or about where they've always been, which is um, humbling and makes uh, us incredibly thankful mm-hmm. that uh, you guys choose to uh, spend some of your valuable time uh, listening to us, and particularly my foul fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Point proven. Yeah, but um, we'll be back at you again, and we can do it. Ne- we'll we'll do it next week. Yeah. We'll, we'll make time. So we got audio. We've already got it. I've already got my audio work done. <laughs> For next week. Uh, and I'm supposed to get that uh, that other story, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't remember what it is now, do you? Yeah, it is. It's, oh, it's okay. the classroom thing. Right, okay. I forgot. It's factually wrong because that's what you believe. Yeah, I forgot about it already. Is that it's, what I said? Actually? I don't know. Anyway. There you go. You forgot. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we'll be back at you next week with uh, another episode. Um, but until next week, I've been Michael. I've been Dean. And we shall see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been The CA. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please drop by the iTunes store and give us a review and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they release. Just a reminder, the views expressed on this broadcast are solely those of the hosts and are for entertainment purposes only. Never take advice from two guys expressing an opinion on a podcast. That's just silly. See you back here soon.